I thought it would be quite beneficial for us to start off tonight just with a real brief uh, Bible focus, okay? What, what are we celebrating next week, this coming week? Easter, okay, lost resurrection, okay. Um, this coming Sunday is what? It, Palm Sunday, and it is the first night of the Easter song. Okay, who, who knows about the Easter song? Okay, most of you guys don't know. It's a musical production that will be at Grace Community Church property. Uh, a, a combined effort of nine different churches putting on a sp- spectacular uh, account of Jesus's um, his death, his resurrection, and something else. I can't remember, but the Easter song. Okay, so what I thought, if you guys can just stay with me, shh, shh, just, just bear with me for like five to ten minutes, okay? Um, so we're celebrating next week. We're celebrating next week, Holy Week, right? Where Sunday is going to be Palm Sunday. And we're going to celebrate the death we're going to celebrate Jesus coming into Jerusalem, riding on a what? All right, a donkey. Um, and, and then later on in that week, from people cheering about him, later on that week, he is crucified. All right. And he is placed in a tomb. Three days later, he rises again. And, and during that week, when we, we focus on that, we, we tend to focus on his, his death and his resurrection which is incredibly important and significant to the Christian faith. Paul himself says if Christ did not rise from the grave, you know, we are most to be pitied. You know, his resurrection is in fact the bedrock of our faith, our Christian faith. But there's something else there that had to be in place before we could ever have the resurrection, before we could ever of the crucifixion, right, before Jesus himself can come to the earth, right? There's another component that brings all of those things together. And can you think of what that component may be? It's not that. (laughs) No, it's not that. It's a a four-letter word. Love. Right? Right? God loved us so much that he decided to send his son to the earth so that we may be saved through him. Without God expressing his love towards us, Christ would never come to earth. I mean, he would never see it fit to send his son to die for you and me. So that's, that's an incredible component to the Holy Week that we're celebrating because all of that is a demonstration of God's love towards mankind. And I just want to read just three, uh, three references. First one, and, and most of you are familiar with this, is in 1 John 4, verse 9. It says, In this the love of God was made manifest, displayed among us, that Christ sent his only Son into the world so that we, that's you and me, might be so that we might have life through him and in John 
in John 12, uh, verse 45 on it, it says why Jesus came to the earth. Like the very first time he came. All right? And this is what it says. And Jesus is saying this, right? And Jesus cried out and said, whoever believes in me, that's Jesus, believes, whoever believes in me, believes not in me, but in him who sent me. So he's saying, you know, you're, you're not just believing in me, but you're believing in the Father who has sent me, right? Um, and whoever sees me, sees him who sent me. I have come into the world as light, so that whoever believes in me may not remain in the darkness. Because that's where mankind was, all of mankind, okay? If anyone hears my words and does not keep them, I do not judge them. For I did not come to judge the world, but to save the world. The one who judges, the one who, sorry, rejects me and does not receive my words has a judge. The word that I have spoken will judge, the words that I have spoken will judge him on the last day. For I have not spoken on my own authority, but the Father who sent me has himself given me commandment. What to say and what to speak. And I know that his commandment is eternal life. So, in Romans, it says this. That while we were yet sinners, right? And sin is doing anything that's contrary, anything that opposes God, anything that goes against his command. And he says that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So while we were at the place where we didn't want anything to do with God, right? He sent his son to die for us. A demonstration of his love. I want you to reflect on that for, uh, for, for a minute. And we're going to look at a video. And then we're going to come up after the video to wrap us up. And then we'll kick off with our lock-in event. A man fell in the hole. He fell in a hole and he couldn't get out. A traveler passed by. He told the man to meditate, to purify his mind, and when he reached Nirvana, all suffering would cease. The man did as he was told, but he remained in the hole. Another man appeared. He explained that the hole didn't exist, and neither, in fact, did the man. It was all an illusion. The man who did not exist was still stuck in the hole that was not there. Another visitor arrived. He instructed the man to perform good deeds to improve his karma, and though he would still die in the hole, he might be reincarnated as something magnificent. Another man looked down from above. He taught the man to pray five times a day facing east and to follow five important tenets. If he was faithful, one day, perhaps, the divine would set him free. The man prayed as best he could. 
but he was losing strength, and in the hole he remained. something different about him. He called down to the man in the hole and asked him if he wanted to be free. Some of us, thankfully to the God, to, through the grace of God, we are out of that hole. We responded to the, uh, the call of Christ and, and we received him as our Lord and personal Savior. But for some of you, there's still a hole. There's, there's still a void. And, and there's nothing else that you can try that will actually take you out of that hole. This is... The reason when we when we look at this Holy Week that we're going to celebrate and we look at the purpose of Christ coming to earth, the purpose of him being crucified, the purpose for him uh, being uh, tortured and, and beaten, uh, the purpose of him going to the cross and dying so that we who are in the hole we who are on that path of just uh, eternal destruction can have hope and salvation through Christ who's come down to save us. That's what he came to do, this, his first coming. Now, his second coming will be much different, and you don't want to wait for that. So I just want to encourage you to... To just examine your heart and, and see if, you know, there's that hole. To see if, if you are still in that hole. For you to just check and see, okay, have I been trying to do other things to get out of this hole? Because there's nothing that can take you out except Christ. In this word, it teaches us that Jesus said, you know, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. So, and that's what he came to do. And all of that was through the demonstration of God the Father's love for us. Amen? Amen. Let's close in prayer, and then uh, we'll move on. Father, thank you for uh, just time to just reflect on uh, your, your love and, and the reason why you sent your son to die for us. And as we celebrate this Easter week, uh, Father, I just pray Lord, that we would truly reflect on the great sacrifice that was made by your son, Jesus. Um, his willingness to go to the cross, um, to die, 
And the glorious thing is that he rose again so that we who would have placed faith and trust in him would both have power over sin and death and receive the free gift of eternal life and be redeemed back unto you. So we give you praise and thanks for that. Father, I also pray for just safety as we will have games and and food and activities as well. And I just want to just thank you for the food that we will be eating and the snacks that we'll be enjoying as well. And it's in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.